Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Breathe and Think Better podcast. We are a live show that takes place on TikTok. And if you'd like to join us live every weekday at noon Pacific time, I'll toss in the TikTok accounts in the show notes and you can join us there live. During this show, we talk about effective and accessible practices, skills, and techniques that are proven to improve our mental health and overall well-being. Without further ado, let's get to the show. Danny, how are you doing today? I am doing great. Uh, I just took part in this kind of interesting conversation with uh, some people I didn't know, and it's always kind of, it's nice to step out of... uh, out of my daily routine, because for a lot of a lot of the day, I spend behind the computer. I don't talk to a lot of people throughout my day, so we were just on this Zoom call for ninety minutes, and there's people I didn't know, and there was just uh, there was some really just cool like human engagement going on. So I, I, it was cool. I enjoyed it. That is, that is nice. That's like the entire uh, concept of the uh, the day one community that I've been in. Mm-hmm. Like we have our morning Zoom calls with like other entrepreneurs, and it's like group therapy. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like we're all we're all just people going through the same human experience in different parts of the world. So yeah, for sure. Um, I'm excited today though to talk about. Um, so we're going to talk about some breathing form. Uh, we're going to bring up one of uh, one of the greatest mentors that Jake and I have, have ever had and talk a little bit about his work and what he does. We'll talk about nasal breathing versus mouth breathing. We'll talk about proper breathing form and how that all kind of relates to breath work and meditation, which is what we're all about, right? That's right. We, uh, we spend our mornings, afternoons, and evenings thinking about this, practicing uh, amongst other fun things that we like to do, you know. Of course, so. we're we're regular people too. <laughs> so let's start. Um, let's start by talking about James Nestor. So I got a copy of his book right here. I can show you guys. The book is called Breath: The New Science of the Lost Art. James Nestor is a self-proclaimed pulmonaut. That's what he calls himself, and basically that means he's someone who dives deep into breathing. And for, for the purposes of his book, it's he does dive into some breathwork techniques, which we can talk about some of those too. But he really focuses on just breathing in your everyday life, right? And the main thing that he focuses on is nasal breathing versus mouth breathing. And this is something that Jake and I are both really into as breathwork practitioners and breathwork teachers. Uh, we really are tuned in to kind of what we're doing with our breath and what our clients are doing with their breath, right? And one of the first things we do when we bring someone into our program, you know, and the goal is to help them breathe and think better, one of the first things we do is go over proper breathing form, and we really focus on nasal breathing. Um, Jake, do you want to talk a little bit about, because I know you and I read the book at the same time, and we kind of both switched from mouth breathing to nasal breathing, Um, What was that like for you? Well, I think one of the main things that it did for me was it calmed me down. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I didn't realize is the way we breathe actually affects the way we feel. And, you know, it's like it's like opening up this new door for me where like, okay, like I understand it from practical point of view where it's like I exercise, work out, my breathing increases. But from a just going throughout the day point of view where I'm like, oh, we take like 20,000 breaths per day. It actually matters how the quality of these breaths actually matter. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, 
So how do we do this properly? And we do this properly through our nose. Like it's, it's what it's designed for. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, okay, like this is, and it's just painting a new way to think about it. Yeah. And I think uh, Nestor does such a good job in his book talking about the practicality of it, right? So he goes into like human evolution and he talks about how as mammals, we evolved the nose to breathe and the nose is filled with all this fantastic stuff that filters the air, it moistens the air, it makes it easier for our body to absorb oxygen when we're breathing through the nose. And it's kind of like a no-brainer the way he explains it. You're, you're like, oh yeah, but before I, before I read the book, I was definitely breathing through my mouth, like probably quite a bit. And I wasn't, I wasn't conscious of the fact that that was bad in any way or negatively affecting my mood, my overall health, my blood pressure, my, you know, the saturated oxygen in my blood. I didn't know any of that. And again, you know, just like we talked about in yesterday's episode, it's something that's not taught in schools. You know, you don't, no one's telling you that you're supposed to be breathing out of your nose. And I think a lot of people, and we can talk about this in depth, Um, during this conversation, but a lot of people can't breathe out of their nose, right? They have a deviated septum like I have, or they have allergies, or they, or they're just not used to breathing out of their nose. So they're, you know, they're, they're not, they're just not doing it automatically. And I think Nestor does such a good job in his book of addressing that. And it's really something that we've carried over into, into our business, our meditation and breathwork business, and also our practice personally. Um, and it's really been a game changer. Yeah, it's been interesting because we were meditating before we read the book and experiencing the positive effects of meditation. And then once we read the book, we realized that, oh, there's a way we can mix this into our entire lives. Mm-hmm. Like even after we get you know, out of the chair that we sit in to practice meditation, like, oh, we can actually take this mindset with us in everything that we do. And I realized that as I go throughout the day, if I catch myself breathing through my breathing through my mouth, because it took it, it actually took a couple years of thinking about it every day for sure to like get to the point where we're at right now, where it's like I'm pausing when I'm talking to breathe through my nose. Mm-hmm. Like if I had to think about that, I wouldn't be able to think about what I was saying. And so like, like that's just, you know, and then when I get really excited, I catch a breath in through my mouth and I'm like, I close my mouth, start breathing through my nose again. And there's something that affects the the crazy part for me was I've been battling inflammation for the last, Mm. since I was 17. So about like 15, 16 years of chronic inflammation. And I had been going down all these different paths. Like, is it what I eat? Is it what I drink? Like, is it how I exercise? Like all these different paths. And it wasn't until Nestor wrote the book breath that I realized that the breath was the missing pillar to my inflammation mm-hmm. because I was doing all these other things, right? I was eating healthy, you know, like literally prepping all my meals, getting them all from local farmers markets. Like eating healthy, exercising every single day, active and exercising. I was doing all these things right, but I wasn't breathing through my nose throughout the day. It was literally the missing pillar to my health. I was even meditating at the time too. And like, Mm -hmm. I would feel the benefits of it, but I kept launching into these inflammation attacks where for me, it manifests in everyone differently. But for me, the inflammation is my legs. They literally go out on me. Like, Mm -hmm. like, 
the like when I it happens when I'm tired and overwhelmed and stressed, the legs like the, I start getting um, the inflammation happens and it pushes up against my nerves and it literally paralyzes my legs. And so I just have to lay there and breathe through it. And like I didn't know before I read the book that like when you breathe through your mouth, it actually causes inflammation in your body. Now, I'm speaking from a very personal point of view because this is what I've experienced. Like I'm not. Mm like going at this from a scientific point of view, I'm not a doctor. However, this is what I've noticed in my personal experience that when I keep my mouth shut and breathe through my nose, my body does absorb the oxygen better. And it does reduce my anxiety and reduce my inflammation. And that was mind blowing to me. Yeah. And definitely. And um, if you're just joining us, we're talking about proper breathing methods. Um, we're talking specifically about James Nestor's book, Breath, the, the New Science of the Lost Art. Jake just shared with us how it's really changed his inflammation uh, based on the way he's breathing. So when he switched from mouth breathing, breathing to nasal breathing, his inflammation decreased and went down. Um, Nestor does cover that in his book in depth. So if you're looking for kind of a more scientific breakdown, we're not scientists, we're not doctors, um, but we highly recommend reading that book. Now, Jake, I want to expand on what you said at the end of, um, of your description there. You talked about mouth breathing and anxiety, and that's something that I can really relate to. And my specific example is once I had switched from mouth breathing, breathing to nasal breathing, I got sick. Um, luckily, it wasn't COVID. It was just a cold. But it was a kind of a, like a sinus cold, right? And my, my nose completely blocked. And I had to lay in bed, sick, breathing through my mouth. And I was wondering the whole time, I was like, why, why do I feel like this? You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm anxious. I'm kind of like my body's kind of ramping up, like I'm getting ready to, to do something, like really fight or flight. And it took me you know, a while to, to realize that it was the way I was breathing. It was, I was breathing through my mouth and that puts the body in a, in a state of fight or flight. And I didn't know that, you know, until we read the book. And I just saw someone ask in the comments what book we're talking about. Just to show you guys again, it's called Breath by James Nestor, The New Science of the Lost Art. If you're interested in breathing, which I think all humans are, at least a little bit, I can't recommend it enough. Um, Right now, we're talking about nose breathing versus mouth breathing and our direct experience with that. For Jake, nasal breathing really helped with his inflammation. For me, it's night and day with my anxiety. Um, Jake, what are some of the things, so when you made the switch from mouth breathing to nasal breathing, what did you, did you have any kind of like tips or tricks um, to do or, you know, what helped you make that transition for anyone listening who, who might want to do it themselves? Uh, well, the main thing is taping your mouth shut at night because it takes a while to retrain your body to just breathe through your nose because we um, unconsciously have been breathing through our mouths for so long just based on our culture. There's just a lot of things going on. Like you'll notice when you're looking at electronics, you're not thinking about the way you're breathing. When you're stressed, your breathing becomes erratic and all that stuff. And so the main thing for me was like, getting myself able to just automatically breathe through my nose all night. And in order for me to do that, I had to tape my mouth shut for like six months. Mm -hmm. And in order for me to get used to just taping my mouth shut before bed, I had to like, I would do it during the day, actually. Like, like if I, if I wasn't talking to anyone, if I was working on something, I put a little piece of tape over my mouth, like during the day, just for like an hour, just to get used to it. So 
when I was going to bed, I wasn't like putting this foreign piece of tape on my mouth. Mm -hmm. I was just using just regular, um, the tape that you use, like that athletes use, like that white tape. Uh, medical tape. Yes, medical tape. Mm -hmm. I was just putting a thin piece of medical tape. And I did that for about six months to just retrain myself to breathe through my nose at night. And then during the day, I mean, I kind of did it a little extreme. Like as soon as I read the book, I was like, this is it. I'm doing this every day. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, so, you know, that was just every day, all day long. Fortunately, you know, we create media around it. So it's mm -hmm. like, you know, we, we purposely chose um, this area to work in because it makes us better people. Um, and so like, that's why we chose, you know, breath work and meditation. It's like, all right, you know, we're in a fortunate situation where we could choose anything we wanted to work on and start a company on it because mm -hmm. we had been preparing for this moment for so long. And, you know, we, we chose positive news, which turned into a meditation and breath work and just going down that whole path. Absolutely. And uh, just to give some clarity, um, there's a, a question in the comments about, um, well, it's a, someone saying that they'd be a little afraid to tape their mouth shut at night, which I, to I totally understand. I've never done the mouth tape. Jake has a lot of experience with it. And James Nestor does cover that in his book. Um, he also uses the same tactic that Jake does, like a postage size um, piece of medical tape. And medical tape is really not super sticky. It's not like duct tape. So if you were to put it right in the center of your lips, you can still breathe through your mouth on the side. It's not like you're putting you know, tape just right across your mouth. Um, and there are, there are companies out there. There's a company that we've done work with in the past, um, that their name is eluding me. Um, uh, Somnifix. They have really nice, comfortable tape. <laughs> shout out to Somnifix. Um, we've, yeah. uh, we've worked They've with them cool in the too. past. Yeah, yeah. And they're cool. Um, so shout out to them. If you, if you do want to try mouth tape, um, you can, uh, you can go, you know, the medical tape route or the Somnifix, uh, route, um, but it's, uh, it is something that a lot of people do. A lot of people do it to combat snoring, um, to combat light sleep apnea. If you have really heavy sleep apnea, this wouldn't be an option for you for sure. And you'd obviously want to talk to your doctor before you do anything. But, uh, but it, it, this is a medically documented, this is something that is prescribed by doctors. There are doctors out there who prescribe mouth tape. Um, so it is, it is very uh, safe and effective. Um, and again, like I said, it's not just covering your whole mouth with duct tape. Please don't do that. Um, just a, a small piece in the middle or the Somnifex, um, they actually have like a little slit in the tape. So if you do go to go in for a really strong, oh, and Yoga for Peace just comment, commented in the comments, uh, it's the paper type of medical tape. Thank you um, for that. There is obviously some heavy duty medical tape that we, we don't want to use on the mouth. Um, yes, the paper type. Thank you for that. Um, but again, if you're just joining us, we're talking about proper breathing methods. Uh, we've learned a lot from James Nestor and his book, Breath, the New Science of the Lost Art. Another thing that Nestor talks about in his book, which we've incorporated into not only into our practices, um, but into our coaching as well, is uh, belly breathing versus chest breathing, or um, basically it's, it's horizontal breathing versus vertical breathing. And we'll do a demonstration of this um, in, a, in a few minutes. But one way to, to kind of tell how healthy your breathing habits are is to take one hand and place it on your chest right here and take the other hand and place it just below your belly button um, on, your, on your belly. And when you breathe, if this hand on your chest expands, 
like that, you're breathing vertically, which is a little bit less healthy than breathing, breathing horizontally. So what you want to do when you take a breath is you want the hand on your belly to expand. And then go back in when you exhale. Most of us breathe vertically. Our chest and shoulders rise up and then our belly kind of stays straight. We're not engaging the diaphragm. We have this awesome muscle that sits um, right, right below our rib cage. It's almost shaped um, like a uh, like a balloon, like a concave balloon. And when when it, it helps us draw air into the lungs, and it's really the most effective and efficient way to breathe. We can use less energy and get more oxygen by belly breathing and using the diaphragm. And it's just not really the way most of us breathe. Um, I don't know, Jake. What do you what do you think about horizontal versus vertical breathing in your own practice? Yeah, well, I think something that will make people feel better is when you breathe through your nose, you activate your diaphragm. Mm -hmm. And so like in just regular meditation, mindfulness practice, they don't talk about the breath and how you breathe at all, because when you're super relaxed, your body naturally knows how to breathe. It's when we're like running around at this frenetic pace that we vertically breathe. And it's when we're breathing through our mouth that we vertically breathe. So it's just something to to keep in mind, that's the way I think about it. So I don't overthink it personally, where it's like, if I'm breathing through my nose, I'm activating my diaphragm. And if I'm relaxed and calm, like I'm breathing smoothly, that's a good sign. Yeah, for sure. And uh, we can't talk about nasal breathing without bringing up nitric oxide, right? It's something that we talk about. Jake talks about on the Breathe Blue Door page constantly. It's because it's so important. So nitric oxide is a, is a super molecule that naturally exists in the body. It's generated in large quantities in the sinuses. And nitric oxide boosts your ability to absorb oxygen by anywhere from 6 to 600%, depending on how, how often you're breathing, how forceful you're breathing, what, what your breathing is. But there's some really rock-solid science that shows a 600% increase from just breathing through the nose as far as nitric oxide goes. And nitric oxide, again, it helps you absorb oxygen, but it also does a lot of things. It helps regulate your blood pressure, your heart rate. It's a very important molecule in the body. And if you're breathing through your mouth, you're getting way less nitric oxide than you would if you're breathing through the nose. If you want to learn more about that specifically, um, after we finish this conversation, head over to the Breathe Blue Door page. There's dozens of videos on nitric oxide there. And uh, it's, been, it's been a really interesting topic, at least I think, to learn about. Yeah. Also, something, to, something worth mentioning that the inside of your nose, the roof of the inside of your nose is also ne right next to the bottom of your brain. And there's something that happens when you inhale oxygen in through your nose. There's something that happens up there. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, like, just think about it from a very practical point of view. Like, <laughs> like there's something that happens up there. And there's a reason why you're supposed to breathe through your nose. There's a reason why your nose is there. And so, and, like, if you just think about it from a very practical point of view, like, it, it makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. And uh, Yoga for Peace in the comments just mentioned the Buteco method. Um, we also talk about that pretty extensively on the Breathe Blue Door page. We've got a few videos on the Buteco method. The demonstration that we'll do towards the end um, of this live is very similar to, to Buteco method. It would fall under that umbrella of practice. 
Um, but uh, there's a there's a great video. I believe it's pinned to the top of uh, of Jake's page about um, Dr. Buteko and and how he kind of discovered he was he was breathing in this really vertical <gasps> sort of shallow way, just like his terminally ill patients. And then he was able to kind of and he was suffering from high blood pressure, uh, heart issues, um, problems with his lungs. He had he had a whole slew of medical ith- issues. Excuse me, and uh, he was able to solve them through changing up the way he he breathed. And that was that's another um, thing that Nestor covers in his book, and uh, it's it's really it's really fascinating. I see someone in the comments just said um, they that, that they did that too. They were they were kind of breathing in that same way, and they were able to to fix themselves through that that breathing message. So that is that's fantastic. We love hearing that. Um, we have a few minutes left before we'll start our breathing demonstration. If anyone has questions about breath work or meditation anything along those lines, you can toss them in the comments and we'll try and and pick one or two to answer. So far, we've talked about mouth versus nasal breathing. We've talked about belly breathing. Um, We've talked about uh, Dr. Buteko. We talked about James Nestor. Um, and, uh, we see uh, someone in the comments saying they started, uh, um, taping their mouth at night, uh, this past spring. Um, if, if you could, uh, the mood lifter, if you want to toss in your, uh, experience with that and, and how that worked for you, I'd be, I'd be interested to, uh, to learn a little bit more. I've never done the mouth taping, but I do. So I have a deviated septum on my left side. I broke my nose. If you can see it, it's a little crooked right here. I broke my nose when I was 16 playing basketball. And um, it, it was a challenge for me to switch from mouth breathing to nasal breathing because of, of my deviated septum. And there are some exercises that can help kind of build up the tissues and the, um, and the cartilage in the nose. And there's also a really great exercise um, to decongest the nose. Um, again, we have that on the Breathe Blue Door page, and you can check that out. Um, a question just came in. How long before you start seeing results and not having as much anxiety from uh, from user three six one six? I think I think they're talking about for the for the nasal breathing. That's what I would imagine. Um, and uh, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll answer this first, and then Jake, you can you can tell us what you think. But for me, when I'm when I breathe in through my nose, like Jake said, you're automatically activating that diaphragm, and you can feel results in just a few minutes. You know, if you if you're slowing your breath down and extending your exhales, you can feel a, a shift in the way that you feel in just a few minutes. Um, and then if you're, you know, if you incorporate, if that's something you incorporate into your daily life, and you change the way that you're breathing overall, then it just lowers levels of anxiety, you know, overall way down in your life. Yeah. <clears throat> The troll hacker just distracted me. He got, he got you. He got you. Huh? <laughs> he got me. Troll hacker. Troll hacker really I wants will Jake clean to my clean glasses. his glasses. You know, you know, sometimes, sometimes the glasses get a little dirty, and that's okay. Sometimes you know? they get a little dirty. Um, yeah, I mean, awesome. to answer your question about the breathing, like, it's good to know that when you're stressed and anxious, if you notice your breathing, it's probably pretty short and erratic. And when you're just calm and focused, your breathing's probably actually a little bit lighter, but a little bit deeper as well. Mm -hmm. And so a good way to think about it is just sitting upright and noticing your natural breath pattern the way it is when you're relaxed. That's how you want to operate, you know, throughout the day. Yep. Yep. And, you know, just to, to, to expand on that a little bit, 
you know, be be a little gentle and kind with yourself whenever you're you're trying something new like this, like switching up the way you breathe. That's a big deal. And don't don't get down on yourself if you're if you're trying to switch to nose breathing, you catch yourself breathing through the mouth or you're feeling anxiety and you're and you're like, oh, you know, you can really easily kind of get into this battle with yourself. And so it's really important when you're doing stuff, you know, meditation, breath work, anything new, get, you know, show up for yourself and show some compassion for yourself. It's, it's not super easy to, to just jump into this stuff. It takes some practice. We're here for you guys. Every day we're going live at noon Pacific time every weekday. So you can always come to us and ask your questions. We're here for support. We're meditating and doing breath work every single day on our own and together. Um, and we are, we are totally here to answer your questions. That's why we do the show and uh, we do it for you guys. So thanks for, thanks for showing up. Thanks for being here. We only have five minutes left. So I'm going to lead us in a quick uh, breathing demonstration. We're going to practice some, uh, some dia- diaphragm breathing, some belly breathing. And uh, you guys can just uh, practice right along with us. <clears throat> so to do this, you can just be sitting comfortably in your chair. I'm in a desk chair right now. Let me move my microphone a little bit closer here. There we go. Um, so again... I like to place one hand on my chest, one hand on my belly right below my belly button. Um, you can gently close your eyes if you'd like, or you can keep them open, whatever works best for you. And we're just going to practice taking some really smooth and even inhales through our nose, letting our the hand on our belly gently expand. And then we're going to just hold for a very brief second and then exhale through the nose, feeling that belly contract. So try and make your breaths as smooth and as long as you can. So let's try here. Hold at the top just for a second and then let go. Breathing out through the nose until the belly is completely empty and then right back into a gentle inhale. And then letting go through the exhale, nice and easy. Shoulders and chest aren't moving at all. Inhale. Brief hold at the top and then let go. The breaths are really smooth. Almost no effort. Letting go. Again, in through the nose. Suspend at the top just for a second. And then let go. Feeling that air move out. Keep going at your own pace. Breathing in through the nose. Briefly suspending just a half second at the top. And then letting go. Exhaling through the nose. One more, breathe in, suspend briefly at the top, and then let go, exhale. Now we're actually going to do three more, but we're going to make these breaths a little bit longer. So make a drawn out inhale as long as you can. And then exhale, letting go. Extend your exhale for as long as you can, just gently breathing out all the air in your lungs until there's none left. 
right back into a real slow, controlled inhale. Feel the belly extend and then the lungs. And then just let go. All the air going out. One more smooth, controlled inhale through the nose. And then let go. You can go ahead and open up your eyes. Thanks to everyone who joined the Breathe and Think Better live today on TikTok. We also have a podcast. You can search Breathe and Think Better on your favorite podcasting platform. All of our live sessions get uploaded there if you want to listen to it again. And we will be right back here live tomorrow at noon Pacific time every weekday. Breathe and think better live. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everyone.